This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 27 of Friendshipable. Hello, Terry. Hey, Manya. How you doing? I am doing all right. Today, we are talking about love languages and Mm -hmm. friendships. Um, And for those of you listening to the podcast, we also want to let you know that this episode is going to have a a Zoom gathering connected to it on Wednesday, February 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We will be continuing this conversation. So we'd love to have you join us. Um, Let's, yeah. So love languages, Terry, what are those? Mm -hmm. Those are, I mean, when you think about it, it's not, you don't need a translator. Well, maybe you do need a translator for some of those. Um, But um, so when we talked about these, I immediately remembered a source of it um, that there um, an author by the name of Gary Chapman had written a book in the early 2000s. And I think there's been um, some other ones since then. But my experience with it is after reading the book, my brother, who I spend Christmas with him and his family every year, and he has adult kids and he took, he get, floated the idea with us and we all said yes so for the holidays before the holidays we all read the book and then during the holiday visit we all sat at the table and we talked about what we learned out of the book and what were our love languages oh wow Um, that's so so, cool yeah 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 it really was and um so but to answer your question so I even without thinking about the love languages just it sounds like something that we each have the capability of speaking those languages, or we need more of those languages in our lives. Um, and, and we provide it to others. We speak the language to others. Absolutely. So that's so great that you've read the book. Um, it's called Mm -hmm. the five love languages, the secret Mm -hmm. to love that lasts. And Gary Mm -hmm. Chapman, I believe, um, is a marriage counselor. So he was writing this in, he was writing this in terms of romantic love. Um, but the, the concept is very applicable to anybody that you love. Um, they found they were applicable to parents, to coworkers, and obviously to friends. So, yeah. yeah. And it's basically any sort of relationship. The, it's basically the way that we each communicate our mm-hmm. love. And one thing I was reading about when I was doing some research for this is we all probably have a, li- a little bit of each of the five love languages that we can relate to people but we have one or maybe two that are kind of the most important or the biggest ways that we relate. 
Um, do you have the list of five there, uh, Terry? Do you want to share? I do. Um, they get us started with number one. Words of affirmation. Yeah. So those are people who um, really like the verbal. So telling, telling you, I love you, telling you, I appreciate spending time with you. Um, that kind of, um, you know, giving compliments, mm -hmm. that kind of relationship. And to whom doing that comes easy. My thought is of for people who have difficulty telling others and telling their friends, say, you know, verbalizing it. Right, right, right. And then um, the second one is quality time. Um, somebody feels mm -hmm. most loved and most adored when their friend or their partner or their family member um, actively wants to spend time with them and, you know, mm -hmm. is, is there and ready to hang out when they want to be together. Right, um, right. Oh, and what's number three? The next one is physical touch. And I don't have the, the summary on that, but I, I imagine it's just that. And for in friends, it would be um, hugs, whether they're out of happiness or out of, of consolation, um, mm -hmm. just being able to, or just like squeezing in your shoulder or um, yeah. yeah. Or even cuddling. I mean, Cuddle, I think yeah. some friends cuddle or hold hands at certain times. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next one is acts of service, which this one was described as um, you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I don't know, bringing you soup when you're sick right. or um, thanks for being the one who put on the coffee this morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have a friend who um, absolutely he drops packages off in front of my front door and that is just the most special thing to me. Um, so <laughs> random, but ra randomly. Well, packages that are addressed to me. Oh, I see. So when <laughs> no, they no. Arrive, so yes. yes, a neighbor who find whenever he sees a package addressed to me downstairs, he brings it up and leaves it in front of my door and texts me. It's in front of your door, and got it. Got that just it. means the world to yeah. me. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, and so what's the last one, Terry? The last one is well, talk about packages, receiving gifts. Oh, yes. 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 And the probably the the thought process that it took to find something and it even if it isn't the right something, it's the um, remembering that is the key part of that. Right. Yeah. It's the gesture yeah. and the it's gesture. the yep. the um, the symbolic value behind it mm -hmm. as well. Um, I mean, probably more than the monetary value. Right. Um so, you know, so I have never read the book and I have never done a test to really discover what my love languages are. As I've been reading this, I'm trying to think mm -hmm. what are my love languages mm -hmm. and we're going to link in the show notes, but there is actually a quiz that you can take um, to figure out how you like to give and receive love. And then that is something that is potentially going to be beneficial in all your relationships, not just mm -hmm. your friendships, but your family and your uh, romantic relationships, all of those. Um, but, you know, not everybody thinks the five love languages are the greatest thing ever. There are, um, 
I read an article that talked about the criticisms of the five love languages. And they were saying that people can um, either on purpose or inadvertently put pressure on their partners to um, to use their love language. To, de- to, or, to, to kind of go down a checklist of right. who they are and yeah. Right. And they also wanted, wanted to um, share the importance that just knowing your love language isn't necessarily going to fix a problematic relationship. I know. I, yeah, I can't imagine that it would. No. And I, I, apparently some people think that though, because it's, it's a criticism that I guess people have thought of them as, as being able to fix their relationships. And then I guess, you know, they talked about many people misusing the love languages and honestly don't really know how you could misuse them, but I guess, um, you know, any, anything is open for manipulation if you are so inclined. Well, if um, you use them as a report card rather than, <laughs> yes, yes, right. Because yes. we just read off the five of them. Right. And how many people were thinking as they heard each one going, yeah, I never experienced, I never, I'm on the receiving end of that, or yes, I do that. And no, I don't do that. I think it's a natural, it's a list. Almost. Right. So, yeah. Well, so, so Terry, how many words of affirmation have you shared with me today? I'm going to check that off the list. <laughs> exactly. And um, have we spent quality time together? I'm going to check that off the list. And will, and who initiated what? And right. Who, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then we'll, yes, that should be a fun conversation between friends and people in a relationship. Well, you know, I think, I think a way, I think a way to use these is first of all, to think about ourselves and what, mm-hmm. you know, maybe take the quiz and if you haven't, or read the book and figure out kind of what is your own love language. And then to think about it as a way of, you know, oh, I discovered that my friend really likes quality time. That's the most important thing to her. So Mm -hmm. then that's a way I can think about relating to that person. So, okay, then to show her how much I care, I'm going to specifically make sure to spend a lot of time with her, set aside a lot of time to spend time with her. These days that might be Zoom or a phone call if it's not in person. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think- part of it is if you know this about each other, it's an opportunity to kind of just dig deeper into the friendship and give each other more of what you need from each other. Because the key to it is it isn't about each of us individually to just, we were joking about the report card to, to see, read any of these articles of the book and kind of see what you you're deficient in and what you're you're receiving it's to learn to know what the other person's love language is right and, and what's important to them right what's important to them and then mm-hmm. also i think in in you know it's all about learning about ourselves right i mm-hmm. think and and our own needs and it's mm-hmm. also it's a lens through which we can see if I feel like my needs aren't being met or getting frustrated with something, maybe this is one way to look at it. Oh, Mm -hmm. it turns out I really like quality time, but friend X is all about giving gifts. Okay. So that's not insurmountable. Just Mm -hmm. knowing, 
that Mm -hmm. then is a way for me to understand maybe if I'm getting frustrated or disappointed to, to just change expectations or, you know, I mean, human relationships are so complicated anyway. Uh Like this is just one lens to, to look through as we're trying to relate to people. Right. Right. Do you remember, um, from reading the book, did you have a sense of what your love language is? I knew you were going to ask that. I knew it. And I even, I found a piece of paper from, you know, in the book and went, oh good. This is probably where I wrote them down. And I didn't. Um, so that's okay. Yeah, that's, but, but yes, it'll I be think interesting that's fascinating. Story. Yeah. I think For it's a family to go around the table. That and, your family did that. Yeah. Yeah. And to, to have the, affirmations going around the room of going yeah yeah that's you that really is you did you do you remember when you guys were talking about it did anybody surprise you like they said oh I think my love language is x and and you were thinking something else for something else I don't remember we probably did this about six years ago or something like that so unfortunately I don't remember but that I'm sure given the number of people and there were seven or eight of us so, so giving the number of people i'm sure that there were ahas on both sides yes the, yeah yes yeah like oh that's why it never works when i do x yeah with you <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and we're still all talking to one another so i think it worked out fine but it sounds um, yes but more to the point of what we're talking about it would be interesting to ask the others about that um, time that we did this to see what their recollection was and kind of the same thing we're talking about now. Like, are they still practicing something? Were they redirect? Same thing you just asked me. Do they recall it? And did something just impact them so much that it was, oh my, I have to change this? Or yeah, yes. I think everybody was basically in agreement that they're, you know, they're, their connection to their love languages were, were true from what they read. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. But it should be done. It's getting me wanting to, to do it. It'd be interesting to do it in a a group of friends. I'm excited to to just take the test on my own and just see what it says. Because, you know, it's interesting reading through these, I can see, you know, I can see that I like all of these things well, if, to, to certain we, degrees. So I wonder which one is more, right? which one is more prominent perhaps. Right. Um, well, and you know, you it's, give and what you receive and that's what it, there's nothing, yes. there's no wrong. There's no answers here. There's no answers right. here. There's not a right or wrong. It's the, it's the reflection of the individual. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's funny because, um, I have, before we decided on this topic for this particular podcast, I have almost never used the term love language Mm -hmm. as a, as a description of, of, um, anything really. And, oh, and you have, but I have twice. Yes. I have twice in the past, I would say month. Uh So one of them, I'm going to share this story with you all. Terry and I were together and, um, we had gone for a walk. It was beautiful day. And, but I had to get to the train. So we kind of wanted to eat pretty quickly. And so 
we went to a drive up restaurant and I don't exactly remember why I said this, but I, I literally said something like going through a drive through is my love language. <laughs> now, and, and yeah, so that was the whole point. It was going, it was fast food. It was through the drive through and you immediately went, Oh, I don't really mean that. It was it's not my love language, but it right. was the way you referenced it. It's like you immediately go, what is she gonna think I'm talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, for for I, for reference for those of you who don't know, I grew up in California. Mm-hmm. So I grew up, you know, once I got to drive, drive-throughs were my favorite thing to do. So I think that's what I meant when I said that, but it, just... it was that that's what you, that was your sustenance. That's the way you lived. You got through. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that was, you're right. So now it's totally, uh, yeah. Yes. So apparently, right. so I, you know, gosh, what that says about me. Um, and then the other time I was, I was talking to a friend and I was describing an, um, an interaction I had with a client and we were talking about, um, systemic change. So it's not something you or I individually need to do differently. We need to change the system. And mm-hmm. she started talking about that and and I'm all for that. And then I was telling my friend about the conversation and I said, what you know you me talking about changing the system. That's my love, my love language. <laughs> oh. oh. So when so- it starts creeping into everything and that's your frame of reference. Yeah. Yes. And, and there was si- silence on the other side. Well, I think she, <laughs> like she, my reaction to it. She giggled appropriately. Um, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so apparently, you know, my love language is fast food and systemic change. Change. <laughs> so, well, those, that's a podcast for another day, but fast food and change that that's all tied in together. So we'll, we'll kind of like see where that lies for you, but yeah. Yes. Maybe we'll either unpack that in a podcast or I'll <laughs> unpack that with my therapist. I'm not sure. Which. I think that's probably the best bet or yeah. Get the two of them. So yeah. <laughs> but that you know, funny. it's, it's the, you know, a joke and those were funny things that I said were my love language. But after both of those conversations, I remember thinking to myself, I wonder what my love language really is, because Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I had not read the book, but I was pretty sure a drive through restaurant was not one of the five love languages. So I thought, what, what are they? And I wonder what, what is it that sort of gets me, Uh um, you know, sustains me in relationships? I like the way though that you use the words describe something that is that you it's part it's part of who you are you from a work perspective you help manage change and from growing up you you know the drive through the fast food so they were all good pro positive references though you yeah. just took yeah. this phrase to apply it to it so yeah it's just you're freaking out people all over the place too so yeah that's so interesting um I don't know and now as we're as we're talking about it I'm trying to think of which of these might be the one if if one sort of bubbles to the top I yeah I think we all probably appreciate elements of all of them but for me I'm curious um so you know if we don't if it's 
it may not be something that we do with friends. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned that your family, you read the book and it was right, a, right. it was a way to share together. Mm-hmm. It may not be something that friends sit down necessarily and do together, but I'm curious how we might be able to use this language and this information about ourselves mm-hmm. to strengthen our friendships. I think it's a matter of once, you know, we do take a look at that assessment um, and just, just talking about what the five languages are and just like what, as we did now, mm-hmm. I think it just, it opens the door. It raises an awareness. And again, the back and forth, what we give and what we get in terms of those cat, it's just, it's taking some key connectors between individuals and mm-hmm. elevating them to, to just ask, is this part of your nature? Is it part of the nature in your relationships? Right. So, um, so it, how do you think in, in the couple, in the few minutes we have together, how do you think that, because we are bringing this over to our monthly gather, gathering. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, of, because I'm sure, um, our friends who join us there will have the same types of questions. Yeah. And you know, I, I am for sure actually going to take the quiz before I, yeah. before the call on the 16th. Yep. So I can at least talk about my own understanding mm-hmm. a little bit better. And we are going to include the link to the quiz in the show notes yeah. Yeah. and in the um, landing page for the event. So we're hoping that folks mm-hmm. will get a chance to, take the test themselves. Yeah. I think Um, that'd be fun. It would be fun and allow everybody to be part of the really part of the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and again, I think like we said, this is just one lens with which we can look at our relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a really valuable one though. I think we don't always know it's like a meta level, right? We don't Uh always know why we do something or why we appreciate something or don't appreciate Mm -hmm. something. And this could give us just that extra layer of, um, understanding and, and insights. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. That's what we're about at project BFF (laughs) in our friendships. That's our love language. That's that's project BFF's (laughs) love language. Now we got a tagline. Friendship love languages Language. yeah. are Project BFF's love language. Love language. <laughs> right. okay. okay, now we've gone in a whole nother thing. I, I know now time to wrap it up. <laughs> now I'm getting silly. So yeah. um, thank you everybody for joining us. And yeah, thanks. a link in the show notes to sign mm-hmm. up for the event on February 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern time where we're going to continue this conversation. And we would love to hear from you about your love language and love languages and your friendships. Yep. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you all there. All right. Bye everybody. Bye.